This is the Afternoon Commune Podcast, a podcast about all things cozy and seasonal, a place for people to come together and share what makes their hearts sing. Welcome, friend. So hello, guys. I am back. I am finally out of hibernation. I've risen from the dead. This feels really good to be back. If you didn't see on my Instagram post, I actually found out in the middle of recording the coziness of cooking um, that I was pregnant. And so I took a break because the first trimester was really, really, really taking a toll on me. Like no one said it was going to be that bad. Like on Instagram and YouTube and stuff, people make it seem like, and even in movies, like they make it seem like, oh, you just have a little back pain, you know, you throw up and you may like smell things that make you not want to eat stuff. And that was it. They didn't describe cramps. They didn't describe the gas. They didn't describe so much stuff that goes on while that while you're in the first trimester. And I felt like I was just straight up dying. It was not great. And now we're in the second trimester. Woo! And I'm not saying I feel like a ton better. I know everybody says like, oh, you'll feel so much better for the second trimester. Like you'll get all this energy, blah, blah, blah. No, I'm still extremely fatigued, like extremely fatigued, still have migraines, still have queasiness. Not as much. I will say it's not as much as it was, but I do definitely still have queasiness. I've never really had morning sickness. I will say that. It was more so like... If I ate something and the baby didn't like it, then I would throw up. But I never had like how people describe it. Like as soon as you wake up, you're just throwing up all day long. Luckily, I'm blessed in that area. That didn't happen to me. But I still was throwing up a good amount more so because of just food and just being really picky about food. And that was not fun because that just made me not like eating it just made eating become a chore basically but i'm here i'm back and i feel a lot better uh still going through it but i feel a lot better and i'm pretty sure i told myself like okay i'm gonna wait till the second trimester and then i'll get back to my podcast and so yeah here i am and i'm really excited i actually like I was really, really, really getting on myself and making it like, oh, I'm not going to go back to my podcast. And I tend to do that a lot when I like stray from stuff for a while. I then talk myself out of ever doing it again. And I was like, no, like I really love podcasts. I love listening to podcasts and I love recording podcasts. I love hearing the feedback from it. And I don't know, there's something about just hearing people talk and having conversation and like it, the viewer feeling like you're also included in that conversation that I just love. And I feel like there's a lot of conversation to be had. Obviously, the point of this podcast is to be casual conversation, cozy conversation, and not too serious of topics. But yeah, I'm excited to get back to that. And I don't know, I've been missing that. And I feel like I needed that even for myself because I was listening back to my old episodes. And even just for myself, like I really needed those conversations and to hear those kind of um, things. So yeah. So for today's topic, it's going to be the coziness of homemaking. I feel like this is really spot on. I was just like, God's timing is perfect because, and I've been saying that a lot lately. Um, So before I started this, I can't speak, before I decided 
to um, restart the podcast or at least continue the podcast, I started posting my YouTube channel because that's another thing that I talked myself out of, even though I love. And then I was like, I'm going to get back into it. So I've slowly been getting back into it. And that's been kind of my substitute for being a podcast. But I was like, I still. So I kept kind of going back and forth of like, should I just do YouTube where I'm just talking or should I actually have a podcast? And I decided, no, I really like podcasts. And so I want to do both. Um, obviously, the YouTube be more like vlog, vlogging kind of. And this would be more of like just casual conversation. So, yeah, I decided, no, I'm going to do both of them. And I want to be consistent. But what was I saying? Oh, yes. So... <laughs> I started my YouTube channel again and I was more so just talking. So I have a couple videos where I'm talking about my pregnancy. I was supposed to go to Korea actually tonight, like around this time I was supposed to be heading to the airport. And I talked to my husband on Saturday and I was like, I really, really, really feel like we're not supposed to go. Um, like I just had this feeling of like, even if I forced myself to go and I got on the plane, I would just have a really bad panic attack. A part of it had to do with the fact of like, there's a lot of political stuff going on right now. There's a lot of talk of war with North Korea and South Korea and the US actually taking it serious because you know, this is serious topics. And I said, this is not what the podcast is about, but it's, it's on topic. <laughs> so if you don't know, like there is a lot of tension right now between North Korea and South Korea in the US because North Korea has been like basically sending off a lot of missiles and doing a lot of missile tests, but they just happen to be doing the missile test while like, say, for example, the president of South Korea is going to Japan or as of recently, the U.S. are sending um, people for training and just so happens they're doing a missile test at that time that's kind of directed towards that plane. Um, and so there's just a lot of high tension right now and I didn't feel comfortable going. It's probably because of like my maternal instincts are finally kicking in, you know, feeling like a mom a little bit. But I, I feel like if I probably wouldn't have that much of a fear if I wasn't pregnant, but not fear, but just, I would say caution. Because mainly I'm literally just worried about the baby or like even just me being stressed because I know what's going on and like something happening because of that. So I was just like, I really, really, really don't think we should go right now. Um, and so that happened. And then also I kept going back and forth because for the past maybe two months, I would say, I've been feeling this urge and calling to just take homemaking very seriously. Um, obviously, during the pregnancy, my first trimester, I literally did nothing. Like my husband literally did everything and I'm so grateful for him. On top of being the only one that's working right now, like superstar right there. Um, even with me complaining and crying a lot and it being a whole thing. And I just felt really like, I don't know, like I felt like I definitely needed that time of rest because before I was pregnant, I was working so much to where I also would just come home and literally just fall into the bed and be able to do nothing. And then once again, because my husband worked from home, he would be doing a lot of stuff. And I just felt really convicted by it and like feeling called once again to step into my role of stewarding my home and being a homemaker which is what I've always wanted to do and I did early on but because of all these stressors in life that caused me to need to work or just not be at home um that caused a little stump in that and so yeah I was like no I want to do better I want to be like what a wife is supposed to be and I know like in society nowadays people are like no girl be a girl boss do what you want to do blah 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 and I'm like no I like 
the traditional role of being a housewife. Not to say I'm not going to work. I hope and pray that the podcast or something pops off to where I can still do something I love like this and, you know, be able to be a homemaker and take care of my children, etc. Praying for some solution when it comes to that because being in an office... I don't see it. I've tried to force myself, like literally, I was applying for jobs since November and just any, literally any job that paid something and it was not like, I knew for a fact and it's not because, oh, like I just didn't want to, like, no, I knew God was telling me, no, you don't need to be doing this. Like just wait and be patient for me to give you what I'm going to give you. Um, especially because I did a lot of that early on in our marriage, like just taking any job and just doing whatever. And he definitely called me to do that in that time. But now definitely because I'm pregnant and how things are changing and even how the world is changing. Like today there was a school shooting and it had me realize like, I really want to be at home taking care of my kids and giving them the attention and education they need and not just sending them off somewhere where someone could come in and end up shooting them. Um, having all these different thoughts and things make me realize like the purpose of being in my home as a wife and stewarding that and loving my husband and serving my husband and loving my kids and taking care of my kids and the biblical role of that. Like I truly understood that these past two months and really felt the urge to take it seriously. And so, yeah, that's what this podcast episode is about. Just like me kind of dabbling into that a little bit more because I feel like it's so important, but it's also such rocky territory now, which I think is so just, it's just, uh, and at this point, it's not even like religion versus non-religion. It's, it's even put religion aside, put what the Bible says aside, or if you believe it or not, it's now come to the point of where it's just like women in general are just like, it's just woman against women at this point. No girl, women should be working. That's where your power comes. Women shouldn't be at home. Cause that's, you know, you're losing your power and you're becoming a slave and there's all these different mindsets of what of why homemaking is bad or the traditional roles of women and what they have been for centuries is bad and it's like I understand it because of the trauma and oppression that women have faced for many years while being in that role but I don't believe that the role is what caused those things it's just because of like how society was at the time the mindset of men at the time but i don't think the role in itself the purity of it in the way that god um established it and instructed women to do no i don't think that's oppressive i don't think it's not i don't think you're losing your power in that i think there's so much beauty and power in that in itself because as a homemaker whether you have kids or not like i feel like whether it's in your marriage and you loving your husband and being an example of what biblical marriage is and healthy marriage is, that's inspiring and that's inspiring the future generation. Or if you're raising your kid, you're literally raising the next generation. You're raising the next men, the next women. You're raising like just the future. There's so much power in that and in you being at home, raising that and instilling your morals in everything God tells you to like there's so much power in that but for some reason it's like we're told it's opposite and there's not power in that and it's just slavery and it's all these different things and I don't know like I especially nowadays like I said and maybe it has to do with the fact that I'm pregnant and it's becoming like more real every single week because I'm getting bigger but 
I'm realizing more and more how important that is. But like I said, even when I was single and I really thought I was not gonna get married, like I was not gonna live a life for the Lord and <laughs> I'm not gonna get married. Like I'm just gonna be living for God. I still was like, doing homemaker-ish kind of things like I made my food from scratch I took care of my household I started cleaning more finding more eco ways to do stuff like I really was like stepping into that role even when I was single even if I knew that I wasn't like if even if I knew that I was never going to be married because I feel like even without marriage even without kids say that's not your calling say God's calling you to live a life of um singleness forever and you're okay with that and you're, you know, you learn that that's okay because God does call some people to that. And there's nothing wrong with that either. It doesn't mean that you're missing out or et cetera. Cause that's, an, that's a whole nother podcast episode of like people, that perspective as well of like being single. And I don't even like the word single cause single sounds like by yourself with the intention of being married later. So I'll just say, living and confident in oneself when you're doing that and you're comfortable in that and that's what god has called you to do you can still be a homemaker even within that um and i that's what my mindset was like i'm still going to do all the things that i would do if i had a husband if i had kids but i'm doing it for myself i'm doing it for my community i'm doing it for my church like that was the mindset that i had and so yeah, I don't know. I've seen the beauty in it for a while, but just being intentional about it, like really intentional about it, not having any distractions, stumbling blocks or anything. Like I'm finally in the path of where like I fully can step into that role. I'm really, really, really excited because I don't know. I feel like I'm finally stepping into the life and the vision, like I said, that I've been trying to get into for years. And I'm finally having the time, the mindset, the resources to do so, even with actually having very little resources. <laughs> but yeah, we're actually in the middle of moving right now. And so even with that, I feel like that's another reason why like this urge is coming on because I'm finally about to be in an actual house. I never wanted to live in an apartment. I've always wanted to live in a house. I have my little porch or backyard and just like the whole, the whole nines. And so we're doing that. So I feel like also finally stepping into that position as well, a new place, a home that I'm going to raise my child in for at least two years because we're not buying we're renting it's just more so we need bigger space and also it's actually cheaper to do that than to be an apartment um having a new environment and also learning to love and steward that and grow that place as well i think that's also why my mindset is the way that it is but yeah when my husband was taking care of me during the first trimester i it's like I knew I needed to rest, but I really didn't want to rest. And I just felt horrible. Like I felt like he's doing all the things that a husband is supposed to do, but then also taking on my duties and roles as well. And it just didn't feel good. Like it felt horrible, but there's nothing I could do about it because I was literally bedridden. So I remember like mentally like being stuck in this headspace of like just super anxious, but also super depressed because it's like, I'm literally sitting here doing nothing. But it's like, no, I'm actually not sitting here doing anything. I'm literally forming, creating a child, which is working itself. Like I remember I Googled and it said, um, the length of pregnancy is like running, um, what did I say? It's like the toll that 
your body takes upon when growing a child is like you're running a marathon for your entire pregnancy. And that's really how it feels. It feels like your body is just giving its all and you're at the end, you know, you know, like when you're at the end of the race and you got to like push yourself, you feel like that all nine months, nine to 10 months. And I'm not even that far yet. I mean, I'm five months in right now, but still it's, 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 you know, it's, we're halfway there kind of, and it's, it's still, yeah. And I know that third trimester is not going to be fun. I hear it all the time of how it's not fun. That's when you can't do anything. You just literally, you can't sleep. You can't, you barely can eat. You just, ugh. But I'm excited because that also means I'll be so close to having my little baby in my arms. And I'm so excited. And yeah, I'm also in the middle of planning our baby shower. <sighs> super exciting stuff so i was gonna do a winnie the pooh theme and then i changed my mind because everybody's doing winnie the pooh literally everybody um and i have a new theme but i can't say it yet because the theme you'd be able to tell the gender by the theme and that's kind of the whole point because we know the gender we've known it for weeks and we have not um we will be told my parents and my sister and that's about it so please hold okay I said please hold because the YouTube video stopped recording and then I had to press play but yeah so we basically told my parents my sister because my mom actually went to go get the results for me so then I felt obligated I was like you went to go get the results I might as well tell you because you did something big like that like you picked it up and then obviously she's going to tell my parent my dad and then obviously because both my parents knew my sister's gonna be like everybody knows but me so I had to tell her so yeah I'm super excited because I switched the theme and at first we were like oh we're just gonna like once the baby's born we're gonna wait until the baby's born and then um and then send a picture with the name and everything and it's all like a woo this is blah 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 but then I was like no I think it'll actually be a lot more memorable and exciting if basically at the baby shop we have everybody way outside and then we all walk in together and you just see the theme you see the baby's name and then it clicks in your head like oh they're having this so yeah words can explain how excited I am and next week I actually have my anatomy scan so it'll be like obviously like ultrasound but i'm also basically they're gonna be confirming the gender like showing the private part to affirm like yeah it's this gender and etc and i'm super excited i'm also nervous but every time i go to ultrasound or when they're t going i'm going into the OBGYN to do the heartbeat check i'm always nervous i'm like what if there's not a heartbeat or what if blah 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 and then it always happens so i'm like okay let me just relax but you always have that fear of like you going in and you're like okay what if you don't hear anything or what if they say the words that you don't want to hear it's like you'll always have that fear basically until they're in your arms but yeah I I don't know I feel like I've always wanted to be a mom and I feel like I've said this a couple of times um, to a lot of people and then also my YouTube video I said that as well I mentioned it how I've always wanted to be a mom and it's not something I'm scared of. I just know it's such a big role with, like I just said, like you're literally 
like molding the future like the future generation and so like i want to take it seriously like i want to i i obviously know i'm not going to get everything right it's not going to be perfect but i know there is a way in which i want to raise my kids and my just my family in general way i want my husband and i to live um and i just want to do it properly not perfect just just properly i mean that kind of sounds the same but <laughs> but I just want to raise my kids like I really like when I envision my dream life of how raising my kids and et cetera like I know I want it to be amongst nature with little electronics as possible I really don't want my kids to get caught up with constantly watching stuff or on their phones or video games or et cetera because like I've seen it like I literally have been around people whose kids have a phone at a very young age and they're just glued to it like all no matter where they go at home in public literally at the restaurant eyes glued the way she's asking them what they want they're not responding like just zoned in and i do not want my kids to be raised in that way i envision them living amongst nature living amongst animals doing whatever talents and crafts that they want to do and fully investing in that so that like they'll be able to do it full term in the future um like i was just mentioning no screens obviously but also just having them step into their role and understanding the beauty and the privilege of being a creation of god and being a follower of god and being that example and that light for them um and so yeah but when it comes to my homemaking duties and things, I'm like in the middle of like half spring cleaning, half decluttering. So <laughs> I know I'm not bringing like a lot of this stuff. I am bringing some stuff like I'm bringing this. Um, it's like my sewing table, but it really is like it will. It actually is a sewing table, like a antique sewing table. And it literally was this ugly brown. So I basically painted it black, added like these handles, spray painted those gold. It's like a whole thing. I spray painted the wheels, rose gold. Like this is my baby creation for $20. So I'm bringing that, but I don't want to bring my sofa. I don't want to bring this dining table because it's too small. Now we have a house. I can get a bigger dining table and have really nice dinner parties. I'm so excited. I know we're not bringing our bed frame because it's just too big and wonky. And I don't trust like us having a kid around that kind of bed frame because it's metal. Um, it's a couple of things that I don't plan to bring. So a lot of stuff that we have now was kind of like a, we'll get whatever we can because it's our first apartment. We don't know when we're moving out and we don't really have the funds right now. But now that we're getting to house, I really want to invest in quality furniture and things that I know are going to last. Um, so yeah, but I know one thing I'm doing differently is I'm not decorating for all the seasons. <sighs> TikTok and YouTube has me like, oh my God, these people decorate their whole house and bedroom for every season, every holiday. No, I tried that while I was here at this apartment. It was so overwhelming. It was so like, we have all this stuff in the back of the couch and storage and stuff and it's just cluttered and gross and it's just a lot. And I'm just, it just takes up too much space and time. And I was like, no, I really just want a house where it's colorful, yes, but it's just neutral and I can add little things like flowers and that's about it. 
to show the difference in seasons um and like a blanket here and there but that's basically i'm not trying to go gung-ho with the decorations i really just want to be simple and i know that's something else that god's really been placing my heart as well of just like not trying to make my house and the way i live so like glamorous and all these different things also about the aesthetic and spending all my money like i want to be wise with my money i want to be wise with the things that I have and loving and caring for the little that I have and not trying to have so much because I can't take it with me. If my house burns down, that's it. So it's like, I don't need all of this stuff. I just need the essentials. So kind of getting to that mindset of well. So yeah, going back to kind of a minimalist mindset when I think of homemaking as well as um, because we're having a baby and obviously focus on the fact that babies are really sensitive to things, but I'm also getting more and more sensitive to things. Going back to a more eco-friendly lifestyle, I feel like, like I said, because we moved to this apartment because we were like in a really bad situation, we were just trying to get out. We kind of rushed. We didn't really have the funds like that for a lot of stuff. And so we kind of went into like, yeah, we got an apartment. Yeah, we decorated it nice so we can have like hosting and stuff. And we did that. But when it came to like our food, our cleaning supplies, trying to make the place like smell good, all different stuff. Like all that stuff just went down. Like it just went down in quality. We just started eating a lot of like really unhealthy stuff, but it was cheap. With our cleaning supplies, like the worst cleaning supplies. And even with like scents stuff, I started using like wax melts and things like that. And it's like, yeah, it smells good. But now it's at a point where I cannot stand it. Like I have such a migraine from all the synthetic fragrances and everything. So I want to cut that out completely. Go back to simple, which I did do recently. Um, I mentioned how we were planning to go to Korea and then we decided not to. And how basically I was saying like part of it was about the... Um, current tensions between North Korea, South Korea, and the US, but it was also about my homemaking. And with that, I made a decision. I was like, so am I going to spend my money just binge eating in Korea? Because that's basically what I was doing. It's supposed to be our honeymoon, or not honeymoon, our baby moon, and also celebrating my husband's birthday because it was yesterday and we were supposed to be flying out today. So it's like a birthday trip. And we were just gonna be eating because obviously I can't do anything else because I'm pregnant. So I can barely walk like that. But I was like, am I going to spend all the money doing that? And then we come back here and we don't really have like funds like that for groceries and things. So we're just eating unhealthy again. Or, excuse me, or am I going to invest that money into, you know, making my pantry healthy and right so I can like make food from scratch and it be healthy and putting money into making all of these natural, eco-friendly cleaners and things to make the house be clean and have clean air so I was like I don't know I feel like obviously that makes more sense than going to Korea and just wasting my money on just gluttony basically which is also a sin so I was like I felt really convicted I was like I'm literally wasting what I'm about to waste a couple hundred for some food that I'm probably gonna throw up versus like investing into my home and our health as well because our health has been going downhill because the first the whole first trimester I was eating out like we had to get a membership for DoorDash because that's how much I was eating out and like the fees were ridiculous. So we got the membership, so no fees. And cause I literally like this baby wanted me to eat specific stuff. I could not eat anything homemade. And if I did, it had to be like, I had to go to the grocery store that day to buy those specific ingredients for that specific food that I wanted. And it's like, it was so much where I was like, I'm just gonna DoorDash. And I literally was just DoorDashing and filling myself with restaurant food and I was just getting sick. Cause it was just, ugh, 
and I feel like that's another reason why my symptoms were so bad because like I'm also not eating right so and I also wasn't eating right before the pregnancy like that so it's like I would rather invest the rest of my pregnancy as healthy and then even like after the fact like because my husband was spending so much on DoorDash for me, he didn't really have food for himself. So then he was just eating turkey sandwiches and that's not healthy either. So I was like, I'm thinking about my husband and I'm like, I really want to take care of him and be like a proper wife. So it's like, I want to take back my role and obviously take back my role of cleaning, take back my role of all those different things, as well as take back my role of cooking and making a meal for him and doing that together. Cause I also was writing about how like, I feel like we kind of been disconnected cause he's been taking like double shifts and things. So he's kind of just been working and that's it. And when he's not working, he's doing something to relax himself, like making music or playing games. So I just felt like a disconnect. And so I was like, even with that, like making food from scratch and eating together is a bonding for us. and. Ever since that mindset, I've had that mindset and I communicated that with him. I feel like our relationship has been a lot better since all these like stressors and things have been like coming our way. And now we're just kind of in this little happy bubble, living our life, literally in the midst of being poor, but living our life and getting together with this house so that we also can have cheaper living so that we can have a more comfortable life and not so much stress about bills and things. And yeah, things are coming around. It takes a, it's good, definitely taking a lot of um, sacrifice, but I'm happy for those sacrifices because I mean, I know it's like transforming me and making me into the person that I know God wants me to be a person of patience, a person um, that is meek, a person that is pure in heart and kind and caring for obviously her husband and those around her. So that's really what I've been focused on caring for my husband, caring for my household, caring for my family. Um, and so yeah, that's it for today's episode. I know it's kind of long, but I had a lot to say and I'm really happy that you guys tuned in if you did. And if you're new here, welcome. And thank you so much for listening. I'll see you guys later.